what's this episode? Uh, me coming in my, on the horse I rode in on, my high horse, getting on my high horse and preaching to the choir. Yeah, preaching to the choir in Salt Lake City, it's what I do. Talking about trading, talking about all sorts of stuff in this one. Prodigal Son, the one, the other story, I don't know what it's called, but the other one. Um, we're working all day, having someone get paid the same for working not the same amount of time. The kingdom of heaven, I'm talking, to, I'm talking about the afterlife. Well, hello, all my fans out there in podcast land. What's the date today? August 5th? Friday, August 5th at 2.34 p.m. market time. The S&P 500 right now is at 41.31, down 20 points, down half a percent. Today's open, 41.15.87. Today's high, 41.51. 58, today's low, 41.07, which we are, what, 24 points away from? This is the Blink Vera podcast. Well, I did mention yesterday, you know, futures went up, and then, you know, here we are. Got the drop today. They bought it back. They dropped again. Drippity droppity. Probably drop on Friday. Probably Friday's when you get your drop. It's a good thing eBay stole all my money, so I couldn't trade. It's torture. It's torture getting it right and just sitting there and watching it, watching those opportunities pass right on by. Torture, infuriating, infuriating, infuriating. Oh, man. What a night last night was, though, huh? What a, what a show. I'm not getting better. Content's getting better. I mean, I'm, I, I say I'm not conceited, and I say I'm not... I don't get too full of myself all the time, but you time these drops and get paid. You know, whatever. That's how it goes. Start to get cocky. Gets to your head. How's your trading day going so far? Did you guys get wrapped up in that nonsense? Well, if you guys remember, this is the last first 10 minutes of the last hour of regular trading hours that's when robin hood and citadel and all those guys they buy it all back all those puts because they can buy them from you in about four minutes four minutes they can buy them all from you all the ones that you bought today that expired today and you're gambling again and last week you said you weren't going to do it again and this week you're doing it again and now here we are here we are on friday august 5th 2022 at 2.57 p.m. market time, 41.30, no, 41.28, down 25 points. What do you guys think is going to happen? Are they going to buy it back this last 10 minutes? Or have they done that last time too many times? You did that last week? No, what's going on? It's a tough market to trade here, man. It's, it's very squirrely, and just when you get convinced it's going one way, it starts going the other way. And it'll drop, and then they buy it back, and you're convinced it's going that way again. It's, it's a scam, dude. They didn't have to have any. They don't have money to pay puts. They don't have money to pay anyone, and it's um, doesn't look good. And the more that they can rip people off, then the more money that they can get and keep to themselves and not pay anyone. So that's kind of the name of the game here, at least in my opinion, it is. So how do you do it? How do you beat it? Well, you have to have a good analyst and someone who thinks outside of the box. I don't know if you guys know anybody, but. Someone with a lot of experience in trading, someone with a lot of ex- uh, technical experience as well, but someone with boots on the ground, going to places like Utah Metalworks and, and poking around over there, see what the commodities are like, some physical metal, see what that industry's like and see how that's going. Um, even with uh, 
car repossessions and IAA, I auto, Ogden auto towing, that kind of shit. Once you start to factor all that, those fundamentals into the technicals, you can really kind of get a, a snapshot of the future of, of what is potentially going to happen uh, with, with the market in a micro, yeah, a micro, a micro analysis on a micro scale. And that's what I've always been trying to improve upon when it comes to trading in the market. And for a minute there, I had it like, oh, it was beautiful. It really, it was beautiful. You, you can't be right 100% of the time. It's just not possible. The same thing, the same way, um, I always use the analogy of a baseball player. No one wants to get it, go strike out unless, unless the game is rigged, but... When, what game did they rig? What World Series game did they rig? The 30-something? I don't know. They rigged, yeah, whatever it was, 1930s. Um, unless the game is rigged, no one wants to go strike out. So it's going to happen. You're going to strike out. You're going to have mistakes, and it's not perfect 100% of the time. But you can get it right, even if it's just timing it. You can don't really even need the analysis on a micro scale just time it better be patient it what's difficult though is when you are patient and you do wait and then you see those opportunities go away and then when you're not patient you get to sit there and watch the opportunities it trading's hard man and um is it a sunk cost fallacy is that the reason why i'm still involved in it i i'm involved in it because i love it and i've had losses sure and no, I do it still because I know I'm good at it. And I've spent so much time trying to hone that craft and hone those skills that I don't think it's it's worth giving up. And people tell me, well, you just need to get a job that just, you know, something just gets you by or do temporary. It's like, dude, I'm not doing that. I did that last October, August, whatever, the nightmare job that I was at. Nope. I don't do that. Then, of course, I got fired for stalking Mr. Peterson. Yeah, Rob Peterson. Hanks and Peterson. So that job didn't work out. Even after I got it dismissed, yeah, I go back and listen. So it's like I can't, I can't just give up on it now because I don't really have a lot of options. If, say, I do get a job, something else will show up on my record or who knows. Like, who knows? Last time, as far as I know, it was clear last time. I have, actually have. I went and did the background check and got it so it's good at least when I checked it it was there's nothing on there so I guess um, for for what it's worth that's some peace of mind for me but that's why I still do it is because I had success in it and I did get a taste of what it was and I would have had another shot at it had someone else not ruined it for me and that's infuriating man and it's even worse it's torture just to watch it do stuff that it Yesterday, I said, well, Friday's probably when you get your, get your drop tomorrow. It drops in the morning. It's, it's tough, man. It's difficult to... I guess, if anything, should I be proud of myself for those skills and abilities? Yeah. But it, it's... When you're completely broke, when I have... The only cash I have is like 50 cents. I'm uh, just selling everything I have for cheap and knowing that just the opportunities that were right there 
in the market just waiting for me. I could see him sitting there waiting for me. I can't do anything about it, though. Oh, I'm impatient. I ruin it myself, shoot myself in the foot. Why still do it, then? Why still participate in it, then? Yeah, because I love it. Because I'm good at it. Because that's why. I enjoy it so much. Um, I love... I mentioned in, in one of the previous episodes that I hated it. I hate... Or I've never had a job that I... I can't wait to go to work in the morning. I can't wait to go. But trading was the only time I was like, I can't wait for freaking Monday. I can't wait for the open on Monday. Um, it's, it's difficult, though, to... to when, when something disrupts your life and you have the ability to do something and then that ability is gone because of that disruption um, that's the part that I was not prepared for that's the part that I think I, I had discipline I had everything else I was very methodical and very robotic but very like trying to like emotionless a sociopathic killer <laughs> no I wasn't a sociopathic killer Rat Rat takes notice. Rat Rat's here today, by the way, everybody. Everyone say hi to Rat Rat. Hey, Rats. Missed you, Rats. Missed you, Ratten. All right. Help, help moving and stuff. Um, one more minute in the segment. All right. When it just disappears and it's your fault, it, it's an emotion-influenced... Um, failure how do you handle that you have to work through it and stuff but you have to stop trading you have to just quit for a while and if you're addicted to trading if you love it so much and it'll be difficult and you'll have to suffer through these moments like i'm suffering through right now just watching the opportunities go by but at least you have money and at least you have the means to to support yourself at least for the time being even if it's just temporarily um, if you start to lose a bunch and it's just consistent, you can't get out of it. It's just a rut that you're stuck in. You have to just stop for a minute. And I'm not saying quit trading or like give up. It's not that. You have to stop and, and um, focus on numero uno. And I tell you, man, um, I was not a, I was not a believer for a minute there. Right before I gave up. Uh, I was about to give up right before I actually landed it, before I actually got it right. Um, I was like, dude, no one make, you can't make money day trading. You just can't. Um, it's not going to work. It doesn't, you know, people, whoever says that they're making money day trading, they're just lying. It's not true. But you can. You absolutely can. And it was the most money I've ever made in my life. And I wish I would have been smarter about it. But again, it, it there's there's events that can happen in your life that are uncontrollable they're out of you have no way to intervene or do anything they just happen and you have to i mean accept it and all that stuff but there's no way to know how you're going to react to certain things that you go through and there's no way to know when they're going to happen and what to do and all that stuff right all the all the variables so how do you prepare yourself to, for it? Or what, you can hoard a bunch of money and be all greedy and um, 
I always I wonder why I had to experience that success and then experience what I'm experiencing now with uh, realizing how valuable money really is. Um, and then, and like really, who's there for you? Who's who's willing to? To be charitable and generous and it's not a test it's not oh they're my real friends this is what people who really care maybe maybe to some degree some degree it, it does shine shed some light on I get yeah people who care reliable people people that are generous and charitable really I think it's hard for people to do especially these days to be to be charitable to give to others um, because of you know the climate of things, the, the mood, the atmosphere of probably the political tensions that have unfolded since 2016. So it makes it extremely difficult to survive if you don't have anything. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us out here in podcast land. It's 3.12 p.m. market time. The S&P 500 right now is at 41.33 down 17 points down four tenths percent today's open 41.15.87 today's high 41.51.58 today's low 41.07 in which we are what 26 points away 41.07.31 yesterday's close was 41.51.94 which is just a few cents off today's high this is the blink yeah oh man almost had it right (laughs) this is the blink pierre podcast you're listening to the Bling Pierre podcast. It's Friday, August 5th. Thanks so much. So I am always asking myself, why am I going through this? Why am I experiencing this? How did this happen? How did I allow this to happen? What am I going to do? Right? And I, I think one thing for sure is the experience of being miserably broke, completely broke. There's nothing. There's nothing you can do. There's no eBay. There's no anything. Trust eBay. Sure. Yeah, right. There's no eBay, there's no online marketplace to other, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna do e-commerce, no way. What I've been doing here is trying to sell stuff locally. I guess it's kind of like e-commerce, but it's just like a classified ad, local classified ad. Have them send the money and then I'll leave it outside or do whatever. But so it's a little bit of an e-commerce. It's kind of a, a trickier, different way to do it, but there's still so much mistrust. And it's, it's discouraging. Because the only reason why there's tons of mistrust is because people have been ripped off. I was reading, I forget which, what it was, it was some official article, it might have even been a government um, publication, but it was talking about the losses from e-commerce and scams and scammers and scam artists and they're not artists. They're, they're, some of them are probably pretty desperate for money. And so I understand that part of it the desperation, but I can't, I'm not okay with scamming people. Um, I actually had someone try to steal five bucks from me, five dollars cash from me the other day. And I just gave it to them, one, because they're kind of scary. But yeah, it's kind of scary. I could have probably done something about it, right? Pushed them or something, but I said, yeah, you can keep it, you can have it. And he was homeless, so yeah. You probably need it more than I do. I need it pretty bad. But if you're willing to like try and sneak it out of, like take it out of my pocket, then yeah, you can keep it. I don't want to get stabbed either, so you can have it. 
but he knew that I knew that he took it, and he was kind of nervous, but I was pretty nervous too. <laughs> Out there, man, on the street, it's a different story. It's a whole different animal. And I mentioned yesterday in the podcast, of you might have your courtroom, still beat you anyways, but have your courtroom, get beat there. But you, I have a platform here, but they have their connections and their uh, political affiliations and such and business connections and whatever else, um, alliances, allies, politics. But they don't have the ability to, to blend in on the street and to interact with, with that scene, with seamlessly. I probably still stand out a lot, but my face is recognized. They know I'm not a snitch. They know I'm good for it. That takes time, takes practice, takes trust, it takes consistency. And I, I still wonder what my motivations are entirely for all that. But I know that all of this, being broke and miserably broke and having nothing, absolutely nothing, it's gonna come in handy someday. And knowing all these people on the street and knowing my first name and um, when I do get caught up, you can trust me. I'm not giving to, I'll give to foundations, whatever. But when it comes to charity, it's face to face. Here you go. This is for you. It's not, what are you going to spend it on though? I don't know if I can trust you with this money now. That's shit, man. The, the, the conditional uh, charity. You're gonna spend it on drugs, you junkie. You're gonna spend it on. Gonna go get high. Like, dude, they. You can make someone's day. You can turn their whole day around. Twenty bucks, ten bucks, even five dollars, two dollars. Shit, their entire day can change, and thanks to you. Like, you can have a direct impact on somebody's life today, right now, by just giving some money. The cost for a sandwich. Are they gonna buy drugs? Who cares? That's none of your business. What are you gonna buy with it? A shirt, some coffee? What are you, some, some makeup? Some brand new shoes and some socks? I can't have someone buy drugs with it though. Like, were you gonna buy some alcohol with it? Go to the bars with your friends and get all wrecked? I don't understand sometimes what the whole point is of learning about the, the prodigal son and uh, what is it, the one where they work for the same amount of time, everyone works for eight hours, but then someone sneaks in at the last minute and still gets paid the same as every other worker do does. Have you thought about that at all? That Bible, scripture, verse, whatever? Hey everyone, thanks for joining the Plain Bear podcast for Friday. August 5th, we're talking about charity, we're talking about the markets, we're talking about the S&P 500 right now at 3.20 p.m., 41.33, down 18 points, down 4 tenths percent, today's open, 41.15, with high 41.51, same previous close, 41.51.94, today's low 41.07, this is the Blink Pierre podcast. Well, the, the Bible story goes, all these people work for eight hours a day, and then at the very end of the day, someone kind of, not sneaks in, but they were look, looking for work or doing whatever, 
and they worked for an hour and they still got paid the same as everybody else. And so like the metaphor is everyone in heaven, you know, gets paid the same, you still, you know, reap what you sow sort of, but if you repent and whatever else, you still get into heaven and still the same rewards as in the afterlife, right? At least to my understanding, my interpretation of it. Um, I'm sure it's a lot more intricate and detailed and all my hardworking LDS missionaries out there, but well, you forgot about, you didn't mention the part where the prodigal son um, coming back after blowing all of his inheritance and coming back and if uh, Jesus didn't go after the entire flock, he went after the one sheep that was lost, right? To my understanding and interpretation of things. Ling, why are you bringing all this stuff up? Like, why, why are you bringing up church stuff and gospel doctrine and, and things like that? Um, talking about trading and the markets and charity. Well, I, I bring it up because it's difficult for me to ever say no to someone who needs change if I have it in my pocket or if I have an extra dollar bill in my pocket. I've always been, I've always tried to give to those people as it, as it was. Um, some of my intentions, yeah, are to undermine the efforts of the police to, to fund this underground system of rules and stuff that they have for themselves, that the police are always picking on like vultures police are always circling around the pioneer park and circling around just looking for people to to take their belongings from and, and steal from police are police are so if i can f basically defund the police by funding these people then that's why i give them money aside from the fact that i'm empathetic my heart goes out to them if you're asking for money or if you need money for food or drugs or whatever you need it for then yeah, and if I have it in my pocket, I'm gonna give it to you. If I have extra in my pocket, because when I did have success there, I tried to do too much. I tried to, I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I had a lot going on and I was still trying, I should have been smarter about it and handled it better. But I tried to give too much away and I tried to uh, start something too big instead of you know taking steps for a foundation and then getting that settled and secure and then start giving to people so I, I understand there are times when you can't give to people and that it's not necessarily greed it's sort of necessity like you need that money just as much as they do so why you can't give it to them totally understandable it's not greed um, and it is hard to be charitable sometimes just flat out it's hard they didn't work for it they didn't put the you worked hard for it you did the work for it and whatever it's yours you earned it it's yours and, and not nobody else's. There's some that makes sense. It does. It does. But no one really thinks about, okay, so this guy comes in at the very end of the day and gets paid the same as everyone else who worked eight hours a day. And everyone else is gripe, and that's not fair, it's not fair. And it's not fair. But what was that person going through for seven hours? before they were working, while you were working and toiling away out in the sun and laboring away and, and knowing that you were going to get paid, you had that peace of mind that you were going to get paid. At the end of the day, you already had the job, you're working at it, you're 
reaping what you sow. Yeah, out there sowing the seeds, the wheat. I don't know, what, what did they do back then in Jesus' time? In 2022 2022 A.D.C. What were they doing back then? Working? Maybe they're too hungover to come to work that day because they were running away from their problems, escaping from their problems however they could, with wine and stuff. They, they did have wine back then, didn't they? All right, good. They could have been miserable the whole day with uncertainty, doubt, panic attacks, freaking out for seven hours. Then they finally get the job at the last hour. They were suffering through everything that you had the, you had, you were working through that entire time you were working. They were suffering, trying to find work, going out, panicking, freaking out. And that's not fair either, that they had to suffer through that for seven hours. Is that what really happened? I don't know, it's a, it's a metaphor, it's an analogy. It could be anything. But it just, it highlights why you, you shouldn't be so judgy and that's not fair and all gripey. When it comes to, to charity and, and worrying about what other people are going to be doing with the money or how they earned it or how they're going to get it. So what's the point of all those? Or the prodigal, yeah, it comes back after the fortune. Do you know how humil humiliating it is to ask for money to your old boss, a parent? And then you have your siblings that are like, well, he only went out and blew his money anyways. And did all that, well, he, had, and, yeah, he wasn't irresponsible and everything. How do they know? Or maybe they do know. So what do they care? Why, why, why does it matter to them that they're all frugal, they still have their money, they didn't blow it? Why is it their concern when he comes back asking for more because he did blow it? He completely humiliated. Because they're not, they, hey, you were frugal. You, you don't have to ask for it. You don't have to humiliate yourself and say, oh yeah, you guys are right. I did blow all the money, you're right. Let me ask dad for some more. And funny, right? This is fun for me, isn't it? I had so much fun blowing that money. And now this is so much fun asking for more. And then dad gave it to me. And said something about the flock and one, you know, the shepherd and one you know, lamb. And the whole moral is to not be freaking judgy on with people that had to, whatever happened during the seven hours of not working or during the time that they were having so much fun blowing all that money, it's weird to me to experience this in Salt Lake City, Utah, the headquarters of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I think, I guess Mormons is a derogatory term now, so I can't really say that. I don't know why, but yeah, it's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's kind of a longer church name. If I've ever, ever been like, yeah, guys, maybe we should come up with a better name. It's kind of a long one. Yeah. Mormons is fine, but just, you know, everyone's going to get all political and stuff, and, and I guess Mormon might turn into like a derogatory term. So okay. just down the road, so maybe just, I don't know, um, Community of Christ has a good... Oh, but that's already taken, Community of Christ. Um, yeah, in Salt Lake City. And I've had to do the same thing. Except my troubles didn't come from... Sure, a lot of it was blown on stuff I needed. 
um, stuff I didn't need, luxuries of life. Sure it was. You know, but I worked hard and I, I earned that money. I put the time in for that money. But I also sold some items and didn't get paid for them. And that started this whole mess that it did, it was unnecessary, it didn't need to happen, but that judgment is still there on me. What'd you do with it? Or was you're so successful, what happened to it then? Well, eBay was only $1,600, so where'd the rest go? And I've thought of explaining it to where it's like, okay, so this is where the $1,600 is. I had this over here that was dependent on receiving this money and I didn't receive it and this happened. And I sold this over here, which was going to get my car back, but it was towed 40 miles away because I couldn't make the payment with the $1,600, 1680 down the drain, mostly for about three weeks, $400 repo fee. So there's about $2,000 essentially right there. A cost from losing $1,600 to begin with. Late payments, reconnect fees, and none of this. And behind on rent again, so there's that. $3,600. Like, I thought about doing that in a way that's like coherent, makes sense, easy to follow. Here's all the invoice, here's the receipt, there's some losses in the market and other stuff too. Because it happens, no one's 100% the whole time. But all of the people I've asked, it it's, doesn't, it's no good. It doesn't work. Whether it's judgment or whether they don't have it, the to give, it, it doesn't work. And it's it's embarrassing and it's humi humiliating, humiliating, it's humiliating. And so when it comes to trading and why I haven't given up on trading entirely and why I still follow the markets, although now we left the studio because I need to get some errands, get a little wound up in there. You know, but I had to give Rat Rat some space. Oh, Ratner, we'll, we'll be back, the Ratner will be back. But I needed to go outside and get in the car and record this in the car. Um, I have to go run some errands too. I have to go sell some things. Yeah, pretty hard to person. Yeah, pretty thirsty actually. Really thirsty. And, uh, it's a, it's a little bit of milk left this morning. That's a. I'm not gonna drink the water out of the tap. I get sick. I don't think it's safe to drink the tap water. I probably boil it. I've done that a few times. I actually would put it in the coffee maker with no coffee and boil it through and drink it that way. It's got a little bit of a brown. It's yeah, but whatever. Sanitized water, essentially, right? Sanitary, sterile water. But I have experienced this since April. This this hardship due to eBay. This is freaking eBay's fault. I have to. I can't stress that enough. It, it is their fault. Also, shout out to uh, the fake stocking charge, uh, Hanks and Peterson as well. Ar arguably, that you could argue that's what started it. it was last May, May of 2021. Um, it's a valid, it's a valid argument, I would, I would say. So either way, you can blame it on those two events, for sure, for me. But I still tried to make it through and, and persevere and don't, don't give up, don't stop trying. I'm just getting another job. If it's temp temporary, you might hate it, but you know, I, I used to, this is what I had to do when I was your age. I was like, I don't think you know how old I am, for one, but... Yeah, I've I've done those dirty jobs before, trust me. Yeah, I know the value of work, work ethic, I know all about that. Well, 
and then he ended up actually running into someone that they used to work with and got a job with that guy. I called my boss just a few weeks ago. Yeah, he sold the businesses that I helped them build. and So no dice on that one either. And humiliating the whole time, nonetheless, completely, completely. But I thought, hey, hey, let's just, let's, let's try it out and see. And I'm like, this is what people on the street have to go. This is what they've been going through is this judgment and condescension and, and tips on what to do, how to, how to change your life around when you get cans stolen, aluminum cans from Utah Metalworks, those get jacked from you. Well, you don't, you don't really appreciate the value of hard work. It's like, have you ever collected cans in July? Aluminum cans in July? A couple bags of aluminum cans in July, man. Just a couple. I mean, if you get more than that, shit. That, talk about the value of work. That shit's hard, man. It's hot and it smells. You gotta go up north, yeah, north of Salt Lake. Hell yeah, I get a couple bucks for the weekend. Hell yeah, you earned it. Hell yeah. Where'd your cans go? Like, that's, that's what they've had to deal with. This whole time, while you're making money and everything else and everything, telling him what to do, get a, go get a job. Be a real man. It's like, dude, collect, try and collect some cans. Hey, hey, Mr. Peterson, go. let's go collect some cans in July and take them up to Utah Metalworks, huh? That'll turn you into a man. I'll make you give up pretty quick. Lose hope really quick. Because I didn't want to argue with shit when I... Get me out of here, man. What a... That sucks. I'm so mad, like, I can't even talk. Get out of here. I don't like this place at all. I don't like this vibe. I don't like this feeling. This is nuts. Get me out of here right now. So what does this have to do with trading the market and stuff? Well, I am not going to give up on trading. I might not have the money now, and I have to wait and be patient and watch these opportunities sail away again. At least I got to watch eBay sink still. That's still pretty exciting. That is what I'm looking forward to. Seeing them go to zero. But when I get caught up again, and I get a chance to swing at the markets again, the chance I should have had in April, that was taken away from me. When I get that chance again, I there's nothing that's going to stop me from giving to charity and to giving it to people on the street. To stop my car, pull over to the side of the road, here you go, here's some money. I'll see you guys later. What's it for? Why? <laughs> Why give it to you? What's this for? What do we do? There's nothing, man. Here you go. And it's not going to be on YouTube. I'm not, there's not going to be... I gave $100 to this person today. And I'm going to record it. And show all my fans and my subscribers. You know, make some money on me, giving people money. I've never experienced anything like this in my life, and I'm an old person, man. Never. It's to wake up in a panic every day, man. I can't, I can't tell you what the misery of what that's like and the uncertainty of what's today going to end. Am I going to make it to 10, 15 p.m. market time? Because at that time, the sun's going down, it's not as hot, and I've made it through the day. They still could kick in the door or whatever, but... It, probably not going not going to happen 
I didn't get the notice today and it just survived another day to experience that. I've never experienced that before in my life. Not even close. Oh, there was the weekly hotel, I think, yeah. That sucked, too. And I'm not on the street yet. Very, very close, but not there yet. So I can only imagine what it's like waking up and... Yeah. Cops going through your shit or someone's trying to get in your tent or something. Jesus Christ, that'd be, that'd be terrifying. Someone's trying to just jack your stuff, to steal your sleeping bag. But I've learned through all this, um, by not having a work ethic, by not being a man and not working, not being a real man, um, I've learned so much about myself and so much about others. And yeah, who really is there for you? Who's not? And um, groveling, coming back with your hat in your hand. Like, it, it's taught me so much since April. This entire experience, four months ago, getting stolen from and having my entire everything just unravel on some on stupid moral of like, I'm going to sell this computer to get out of some stupid moral decision to. Yeah, my own stupidity and balance every juggle everything and have it teetering and balancing on the stupid computer and GPU because that's what I planned on doing when I first moved into the studio one year ago. I'm going to sell that computer and I'm I'm gonna sell all my belongings and get out of here. Only to realize, like, yeah, you you really are going to sell all your belongings and get out of here, man. You're gonna get evicted probably, yeah. And you're gonna sell your belongings to say to for food and like water. So yeah, that's why I'm still trading. And that's why I'll never give up on it. Because I had a taste of it, and I had so much success with it that I, I truly believe I'd still have had it not been for eBay. Do not use eBay. Do not. Remove all your information from eBay. They'll steal it from you. And so when I do get it back, that's, that's why I'm trading. That's the goal. Is, yeah, to build an empire and take over the world, whatever, there's that. But really, like, I want to help others. And I want to help others who don't have a voice, who get their cans stolen at Utah Metalworks, people that can't get help from having their cars towed out of IAA.com, I.com, because Ogden Auto Towing won't do it. People that are on the street because they lost their job, because some crazy polygamous woman and her lawyer cooked up this idea of being stalked when all, when the person's belongings are in that garage that she put in there and her lawyer had her change the code. Like, they lost their job because of that and they're on the street now. Well, let me help them. I understand what that's like. I know exactly what that's like. I know what all of that is like. The cops circle around like vultures circle around Pioneer Park. I know what that's like. I didn't know what that was like before any of this. Well, yeah, that stalking thing I've done since May of 2021, but... I've learned so much from trading, um, the concept of greed, the idea of greed, the emotion of greed. I've learned so much from that. Charity, religion, 
tithing, 10% of your income goes to the church so I can build City Creek. But what are they gonna do with the money though? Are they gonna spend it on drugs? Don't give them, don't give junkies money because they're just gonna spend it on drugs. They're gonna make themselves feel better and just, it's all they have left is to get high. Like, is it really that hard of a concept to grasp? You have nothing in your life. Everyone's turned their back on you. Maybe you stole from everybody and you got yourself there and whatever, but that's all you have. This one thing that's gonna make you forget about all of your problems is getting high. Give them some money. Let them, get, let them forget about their problems, man. They're on the street. They're getting their cans stolen from them. They're getting fake stocking charges from Hanks and Peterson. Lives are being ruined for other people's greed and stupidity. Billable hours. Lives are ruined for it. Futures are ruined. That's why I'm still trading. That's why I'm not gonna stop. Until I, I, get, I get it back, I get back up there. I get those, um, I'm able to perform again like I used to. And get it back. It's unbelievable, man. This world, this life, right? What people get away with. And what you're able to do, your talents, what you're able to do, emerge from the ashes. You will, you will. I hope everyone has a great weekend and a great rest of the day today. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck, take care. I'm on my way up to Ogden right now to sell some shit. Yeah, to sell some stuff, babe. And I'm driving up to Ogden, and I was like, I gotta publish this episode first. I gotta publish this episode. Pull over, rats. Pull, get up to freaking pull over, rats. I gotta get this episode published so we can listen to it on the way up there. Get over here to this Maverick. Get into the Maverick. Four or five seconds. Guess what shows up? It's a Coors Light truck. Freaking Coors. It's a sign. I'm gonna work for Coors Light. I'm going to work for Coors Light. Born in the Rockies, Coors Light. It's that 1978. 1978 is when Coors Light, I thought it was 1979. Well, I thought we'd do a little bit of a bonus segment here. There's still 15 minutes left in spy options trading. We're almost back to the studio. I, yeah, I had to sit out the last, uh, I had to sit out the close, I'm sorry. I usually love Friday closes. I love watching the close. I love watching market on close. The last 10 minutes of freaking trading, 3.50 p.m. market time, my favorite freaking time. No, I had to leave. I had to, I had to get out of it. And then we're gonna do this fourth segment, a little bonus segment for all my fans and listeners tuning in at home because I started talking about the market, got on my high horse, the horse I rode in on, and then I just kind of ended it there. And I thought, no, let's just get a little fourth second bonus and we get some market close here and get a little bit of the market talk for a couple minutes at least for a second. Um, bonus, it's a bonus, so yeah, just gotta, gotta leave the car running though. Well, the reason why I love market on close is because I get to see it go nuts. like. I, I have a subscription service to the New York open book and I get to see the orders come in. This freaking beeping. I get to see the orders come in 
and I get to kind of see which direction it's headed tomorrow or at least after hours and what everyone's thinking, the big players are thinking and what, what it's doing. And sometimes it moves so fast. It's hard to believe that there's that amount of just even volume of, uh, of trading that it even exists in such a short time. So it hurts you. It hurts me more than it hurts you, and trust me, it's having to leave, but it's a lot. It's torture seeing, it's torture, man. You've seen those opportunities just, off they go. And whether it was a stupid move that I made or someone else made, it, it, it's, it's torturous, it's torturous. So we're back, we only have a couple minutes here with that car running. There's still, orders are still coming in, they bought the dip, they bought it. It's 4 or 5 p.m. market time for Friday, August 5th, 2022. The S&P 500 right now is trading, or the last trade of the day was 4145.19, down almost seven points, down almost two tenths of a percent. Today's open is 4115.87 with a high of 4151.58. The low today was 4107.31 with a previous close of 4151.94. After our spy contracts are going down, the spy options trading right now, it, uh, after hours, is down uh, over one tenth percent, trading at four twelve ninety three. With the today's close for spy being four thirteen forty seven, down about fifty cents, huh? Yeah, that would have been cool to uh, capitalize on that. But again, that's why I had to leave because seeing those opportunities, market on close. What's it gonna do? Let's get in there real quick. <clears throat> I can't tell you, and it's it like almost makes yeah, it's too much. Well, we gotta go. It's time to go. Unfortunately, I wish I could talk about it longer, but and lament some more. But that's it. So thanks so much for listening, you guys. You're the coolest. Good luck. Take care. And we've got rat rat behind the wheel. Yes, we do now. Yes, we do now.